Hello everyone. Good morning. Well, it's morning time for me right now. It's 8.32. I hope everyone is feeling blessed and highly favored. I just want to say thank you for everyone who's been tuning in. I'm up to over 150 downloads in less than a month, so I am very grateful for that. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Last night was the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion part one. And usually I catch up a few days later, but I needed to know what was going to, what was Erica Jane going to say. It was just so juicy that at eight o'clock I was ready, honey, which was perfect. I'm glad that I watched it when it aired last night because it's a perfect segue of a personal issue that I've been having lately. Um... Before I get started, the part where um, Garcelle said that she just doesn't know where she fits in this group. Um, obviously, she brought race into it, and Rome is totally being loud on purpose because he hears me talking. He does this every time. <laughs> he does this er any time, whether I'm on the phone or my husband's on the phone. He makes it a point to be as loud as he can. Okay, let's try this again. Um, so Garcelle brought up the fact that she didn't feel like she had a place um, in the group or maybe out of place being the only black woman out of a group of white women. And I can totally relate, um, you know, working... When I speak of this, I want to be very careful in how I word this um, because it is a sensitive subject. So I'm only going to speak on my experiences. And my experiences throughout my life is I felt that anytime I had an opinion, let's say, you know, I've been in corporate for many, many years and one particular job, um, anytime that I had a new idea or brought new things to the table it kind of got ignored and then a few months later like someone brought the same thing and there a white person would bring up the same idea and it was received from them as opposed to me you know I've never been looked at for uh, managerial positions or a higher role I kind of capped out there you know and I've always felt just the way that I've been spoken to in comparison to other white people. Um, but as of late, um, it's just been more and more in my face. Um, I will say that my oldest son went to a predominantly white school his entire life. And obviously, I'm Hispanic, I'm young, so I was never really received to begin with because of the age gap. And it just didn't, for me, I feel like it just, I no one really cared to say hello to me. It's like, oh, she's not one of us. It's how I was made to feel. Does not necessarily mean that that was the case, but this is how I felt. Not until my son reached high school, now he's a star player. Because anytime, my son's always been into sports. And, um, you know, I've always signed him up for the activities outside of school. And when he reached old enough to play in school, I always used to sit in the corner and mind my business. Not until he got into high school, he started really getting looked at, started getting all these awards. Now he's a star player. Now everyone wants to be up my butt talking to me as if, oh, they've, know, they've spoken to me 
all of these years. Meanwhile, our children would go from kindergarten all the way to senior year. But that's just one instance. Um, my second son, again, predominantly white school. We went to his football game a couple weeks ago. And um, I'm pushing the stroller. My husband and my toddler are a few feet behind me. So I'm walking in with the baby, holding my coffee, feeling great. Fall airs, football Saturday, and the, uh, what do you call them? I guess like the volunteers or the supervisors or whatever, like the people, the monitors. She did not even know, hello, good morning, how are you? She immediately, stone cold, what side are you on? I had sunglasses on, but if she could have seen my eyes, but she saw my face and my demeanor and you know, my demeanor, I said, excuse me. She's like, oh no. She's like, are you, I'm not going to name the school. And I said, yes. She's like, oh no, it's just that we have each side for bitch. I know that you don't got to fucking talk down to me at eight o'clock in the morning. How about you say good morning first? And there was another lady there and she know, you know, she witnessed the interaction and she was so uncomfortable on how the lady just approached me that she immediately walked away from her. There he goes again. That was just one incident. Then we were at a game last week because my husband tends to um, be all in in these games. He's played football his entire life, played college football, D1. So now that our son is playing, he's all in, you know? But it's nothing but love. So we've had this pep talk before the game. I said, listen, just cheer on our kid. That's it. People can't handle, you know, our love for the game or whatever. He said, okay. Then we're not even 10 minutes into the game. He's like, come get the baby. It's about to go down. So I go over there and I'm like, listen, just be the bigger person, walk away, be the bigger person, walk away. So when he finally told me the story, basically he said, and every parent from our side had the same story, that he was just cheering. And one of the parents from the other team didn't like that because they kept the visitors in the home on one side. First of all, that's a red flag to begin with. You never put opposing teams, fans together. But anyways... So that the man was just like calling out our son, saying, oh, he's trash or he doesn't know how to play. He's not even that fast. First of all, kids are off limits. And there was a reason why that particular morning I did not sit with him because we always sit together. But I'm like, I'll just stand by the fence because there would be no talking if I hear you talking about my kid. But my husband kept his composure. And I think the man just kept poking, poking, and beating him. A white man. So when I finally go over there and I grab the kid, my husband said, where is that same energy? And he said, that's what's wrong with society today. Excuse me? Excuse me? We just walked away because obviously we're outnumbered. And he's the only black man in the white stands. And what's going to happen if he was to beat the shit out of this man? And that's just the reality of it. And some people may say it's sensitive. Other people may say uh, we're reading too much in the situation. But at the end of the day, when you say a comment like this is what's wrong with society today, what's wrong with society? The black person is not was raised his voice, is not allowed to defend himself. 
Again, I just want to reiterate, these are our experiences. And prior to these incidents, you know, my husband was trying to push me to get more involved with the PTA for our children. And I just don't feel comfortable because I don't feel a place there. And it's clearly that the moment that I walk in, I'm already being profiled like, where do you belong? Excuse me? And, And this isn't the first time. This is how I felt throughout all of my kids' school years. It's just so disheartening for me that we're in 2021 and we're still dealing with the issue of color. And um, for those who say they don't see color, that's very ignorant on your part. Um, I don't want to get into politics. But, you know, our last president, he made it okay. He made it okay to... Uh, degrade people of color to condone right Um, I want to be careful how I speak but I'm just going to say this that I'm still living in a world where I'm already being profiled by the color of my skin before I even open my mouth And if you've never experienced that, then you cannot relate to what I'm saying. Um, For the white people who are wondering what they can do to help, you can correct your fellow people and say this is wrong. You can check them, right? So it doesn't come out as the angry black man or the angry black woman defending themselves. So that's that's just one of the ways you can start helping. And I'm not going to lie. I've questioned some of my white friends, right? You take a step back and you look to see what are they doing? How are they defending you? Do they broadcast and say, no, uh, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Oh, that, that's my favorite line. I love when they say that. It's like. What are you, the token black person, so it's okay? That doesn't mean that you don't have a bit of racist in you. Like, come on, think about it. When you see a black person, do you, like, tighten up your purse? Or do you, are you already, yes. Some people may not like what I'm saying, but it's just the truth. I'm not going to keep harping on this. It's just the reality. I mean, I'm not going to put my head down. I will continue to defend myself. I am proud of my color. I am proud of who I am. And it is not my job to make any white person or a Karen feel comfortable in my presence. That is a you issue. Okay? And if you're going to profile me, I'm going to address you accordingly. All I wish is that some point in the future we can all live amongst each other as equals we don't have to fight for our rights we don't have to fight to be seen as human and that we can all coexist i pray that this will be our future um some would say we're making headway i don't think so i really don't think so but This is me. I am Marilyn. As always, thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you soon.